Linda Pinizzato. She's not your typical realtor. She's your real estate counselor, teacher, and advisor. Whether it's a house, townhome, or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com. Hello there, you're listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert. And today we've got a really interesting subject. I mean, has anybody ever really thought about copyrights? And, you know, I know we're talking condominiums, aren't we? But the interesting thing is why on earth would we be talking about Copyright Act in condominiums? And, you know, it's interesting because, I mean, a lot of people can go out and uh, you can go and rent a movie, say, you know, at any one of the stores. Come home, come into your own unit, go ahead, play your your movie, have some friends over. Everything is all wonderful, not a problem. It is your place, it's your home. <laughs> you can pretty much do what you want within your own home environment. However, what if that home is a condominium? Now there's an interesting twist to the entire picture. And I think today's conversation is really going to be very unique because my guess is I would have to imagine probably over 90% of condo owners in fact, board of directors or even property managers or property management companies may not even know that this is in place. So I have a phenomenal guest that's uh, going to speak with us today. His name is Oliver Desmarteau, and he is the communications manager for Audio Cinefilms. And who are they? They represent, they are movie representatives. So I'd like to welcome you to the show, Oliver. Well, thank you, Linda. That was a very nice introduction. I must admit, I'm almost blushing. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I was really intrigued. I mean, when you sent me, you sent me, and I want to tell the audience, I mean, I received this email back on November 24th, actually, from Oliver. And, uh, you know, and all of a sudden, I look at the headline, and it said, legal, I'm going to read it, legal opinion pertaining to performances of movies in indoor or outdoor common facilities or areas of condominium complexes. Mm-hmm. And you know what, Oliver, you really grabbed my attention because I, I was wondering, I thought, okay, does that mean that they want to do a movie at one of the buildings? Like, what exactly does that mean? And then, of course, yes. as I started to read through it, I'll let you explain the rest. Well, absolutely. Well, thank you for mentioning about the fact that, of course, people are still allowed to watch movies in their, uh, in their apartments, their own property, and, of course, we cannot be against that. But as soon as a movie is shown outside a private residence, this is where the Copyright Act comes into play, especially when a movie is shown in a screening room in the common areas of a condo tower. So um, most of the uh, board of directors, as you've mentioned it, are absolutely not aware about this requirement that they have to have a public performance license to show these films in these common areas and these more, even more high-end uh, amenities that we are witnessing uh, nowadays. So the interesting part about it is, is that, you know, I mean, I can understand if it's public places, you know, say, <laughs> say for instance, you know, if, if somebody goes and, and rents some kind of a commercial venue or maybe even a restaurant or... But I was really surprised when I realized that it actually also reflects 
condominium buildings. That really surprised me because some condominium buildings, I mean, they'll either have a party room, they may have the theater room, and or, you know, say main floor terraces or cyber lounges. I I mean, they do have places where people could congregate and Mm -hmm. certainly enjoy a movie. Absolutely. But then again, you know, the the DVDs that people purchase uh, or even the film that they're purchasing over iTunes, whatever the format, these movies are destined for a private home use. So as soon as the movie is being shown out of the living room, if we may address it that way, then the um, the presentation is considered public. So this is where, once again, the Copyright Act comes into play, and it stipulates that for such performances, a public performance or license is required in order to comply with the Copyright Act, not only for that, but also compensate the copyright owners for their works that are being used in such contexts. So, so therefore, okay, so I've got an interesting question. I'm looking at the letter that you had said, and it talked about the court found that a performance was in public, and then it talked, actually, it was, uh, it was held that a, a hotel tenant who transmitted in the hotel rooms or its common rooms works that had been performed in public by a radio station was making a new performance of them in public. So it, it was actually interesting. Now, now we're going into, you know, the corporate kind of a world, because when you're talking about hotels, that certainly, you know, is a business operation. So Yes, indeed. Right. So now on a business operation, so if somebody went and rented a movie and brought it home to their hotel room, they could watch it in their hotel room or no? Or they'd have to go online on television and go maybe through a Rogers channel or something and rent one that way. Well, actually, it was just to describe that there is a part of the market that is different than what we are, um, you know, that we are used to see. The reason why this reference has been included in this legal advice is uh, mainly to make the distinction between, once again, the private home use and a public place. The, the, the hotel owners, you know, there, there has been a lot of uh, jurisprudence with these specific cases. Then again, the, the law and the court stipulated that it has to be considered in a much different way than it would with private home use. Once again, I will, I will not uh, go deeper into these cases because definitely here we're talking about condo boards. But anyone who would be interested to learn more about uh, these, um, you know, the, uh, these tribunals' advices, they, uh, they are allowed to go on the Internet and have a look at it. Well, you know, it, it's funny, Oliver. Like, I, I know, you know, we are basically, you know, zeroing in into condominiums. The reason I actually caught my interest on the hotel was I'm very surprised. There's quite a few people nowadays that actually are leasing their units out for short-term rental purposes, which is actually almost creating a hotel atmosphere because they're only there for short-term. So they're coming in for a weekend or they're coming Mm -hmm. in for, you know, maybe a one-month stay or two-month stay as opposed to checking into a hotel they're doing the short-term rentals, basically using the benefits of the building for the same reasons as, as if it was a hotel. And they, would not, they wouldn't have any kind of deals arranged you know, for their cable or so on. So the owners would actually be putting that in the unit, having all of that available, maybe fax mm-hmm. machines and everything else, because they're using the condo as a hotel room. I understand that, and this is a very good point that you're raising here. But once again, if we get back to the main subject here about the, you know, these uh, condo screening rooms, mostly what happens is that people are using these facilities and they show movies. Uh, a lot of money has been invested in these screening rooms, and people take um, advantage out of it, and we are very happy about that. But the thing is that 
you know, they have invested a lot of money to get state-of-the-art facilities with very nice screens and beautiful seatings and etc. But yet, at the end of the day, the very product that they're enjoying, to, which are the movies, when they are showing them in these screening rooms, they're paying for all the equipment. But then, as soon as it comes to the product, it's not being paid for. So this is where the license comes into play because it makes sure that the product that they're using is actually being paid for. Right. Just as much as they paid for the projector and the screen and the seatings and everything in these screening rooms. Well, you, I mean, you have a, a variety of partner studios. I was checking your website. I mean, you've got some really big names that you're working with. I mean, Walt Disney Pictures, Sony Pictures, NBC Universal. I mean, just the, the fact that you're, you're right in with some of the premier companies, yeah. I, I would imagine that that's where it's coming from because they certainly would want to have revenues back from the products that they're putting out there. I mean, we are in the non-theatrical market, mm -hmm. and as rights representatives for the different companies that you've named and many other ones, it is our job, basically, to make sure that these copyrights are being respected and that the, uh, you know, the, the due amounts of money are being paid for the utilizations of their products. So, and we are entitled to issue licenses for these products to make sure that, of course, they get the revenues that they deserve. So you have a, well, I can totally understand that. I mean, it does make sense. After all, it is a business, and they can't be losing revenue for the sake of having things done improperly, and that's why we have the copyrights and the copyright law. So I'm wondering, I know some people may not have a clue. I mean, they hear the word copyright, but they're not exactly sure what it actually means. So I'm going to read what you've got here. It says, what are copyrights? Uh, copyrights are a form of intellectual property that gives the author, the owner of the distributor, of an original work, movies, literature, music, etc., exclusive rights in relation to that work, including its publication, distribution, adaptation, and use. Mm -hmm. So there you go. So basically, if you do have someone and they're not falling within there, then they would be uh, in noncompliance to copyrights. That's why they need a license in order for them to be able to show it? Exactly. Okay, and so the, so obviously, I guess, now these licenses, are, there's, there must be a cost to them. There is a cost, and of course, we understand that, you know, the screening rooms and the condo towers, they're not as big as huge movie theaters. I know that one of the biggest that we are aware of are about 60 seats or so. So we try to work hands-in-hands -hand with, you know, the board of directors to make sure that not only they respect copyrights, but that the impact on the monthly fees are not that high. So right now we're talking of approximately 50 cents per unit per month, which has a, you know, it's, an, it's insignificant when it comes to the condo fees. Absolutely. And I noticed here, too, is one thing that I've never known is that annual licenses. So, you know, you have elementary and secondary schools having annual licenses, yes, along with churches, religious organizations, public yes. libraries. So they actually have licenses that they would have then all year long that allows them to bring different types of documentaries and movies and so on and be able to play it to either the children or their religious congregations and so on. And I'm very happy that you bring this up because, yes, indeed, we have thousands of clients across the country who are, are enjoying to show movies, but most of all, they enjoy to do so legally in compliance with the copyright law. So, yes, we do provide annual licenses that allow for unlimited screenings of our regular films. So, you know, as soon as a condo, a condo board purchases a license, they're allowed to you know, sc scroll into our library, see what, what they're interested in showing, 
and they are they're allowed to do so in an unlimited fashion. So this is where you know our product comes very very um, advantageous for these carnivores. And I have to, you know, I, I really, I'd love to draw attention actually to your website because I think that it would be really great for the listeners to take a look at, it's www.acf, for Frank, hyphen, film, F-I-L-M, dot com. I'm actually looking at one of your pages here and it says, as an ardent supporter of Canadian cinema, it's our pleasure to list homegrown films, short and documentaries covered by ACF, which is great because you have a complete list of all of our Canadian films. Yes, indeed. I mean, we are working hand-in-hand with uh, major studios from the United States, but of course we're working hard to get as many Canadian producers and distributors as we can. So it's our pleasure here to, um, to be able to, uh, to broadcast Canadian content, and which, of course, everybody that enjoys the license with us are allowed to show. So tell me, what's the process? So basically, let's go through the process. You know, so in other words, uh, say, for instance, an owner tomorrow wants to go down to property manager and they want to book the theater room and uh, they know that they have to go get a license. So what would they do? Basically, they give us a phone call. They let us know of what, what is the seating capacity of their screening room, as well as the number of units that, that exist in their condo towers or condo buildings. And after which, we build up a quote and a pricing solution, and then they can enjoy a 12-month license, which, of course, can be renewed as many times as desired. So does that mean that each condo owner would have to get a license, or does the board of directors of the condo building? Oh, really? Okay. So the board of directors, the building could actually approve the license and get it for their building, and that would cover everybody that resides in the building. Well, it would cover the movie showings that uh-huh. would happen in the screening room, if there's any, or in the any common areas. So if they have party rooms or, you know, wherever people can gather and enjoy a good time together, that very place would be covered by this license as it is site-specific. So even if they have a terrace on the roof and they have a blow-up screen and they wish to have a movie there, then they can do so. So when you're saying site-specific, it's not necessarily just for that theater room. It's for the actual building. So it can actually be played anywhere through the whole building. More specifically, it will be for the common areas of the building. Okay. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Well, I'm going to throw out the number. I have it in front of me. Would that be your 1-800-289-8887? Absolutely. Okay. So you hear that, audience. You've got to write that number down. I'll repeat it. It's 1-800-289-8887. And that is the um, Audio Cinefilms Incorporated in order for you to obtain a license for your condo building so that now you're in compliance with the Copyright Acts and you're able to have the proper licensing when the event comes that, that any of your owners or tenants or whoever occupants throughout the building, however, whatever happens, you have proper licensing in place. Absolutely. Um- once again, I would like to uh, seize the opportunity to let alone to the listeners that we can definitely give them a hand when it comes to programming ideas or set up special events if they're organizing a special party with a precise theme or if they wish to, uh, you know, just to get a community gathering. We're, we're here to help. We know our movies, and we'd be more than delighted to help people out with programming. And if I may add as well, we have an exclusive access to pre-release titles which are movies that are available before the actual commercial DVD release. So a few months before the DVD release, we get these exclusive formats 
And uh, once again, if you wish to have a very special event and you wish to show something exclusive, just as exclusive as is your screening room, then you can just give us a phone call and we will gladly help you out to book this type of film. Well, that's fantastic, Oliver. We're going to talk a little bit more about the uh, pre-releases and basically how Audio Cinefilms got started on all of this. It sounds absolutely fascinating, but we're going to take a break. You're listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert, and we're speaking to Oliver Desmarteau of Audio Cinefilms. You have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you next time. Linda Pinizzato. She's not your typical realtor. She's your real estate counselor, teacher, and advisor. Whether it's a house, townhome, or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com. Bye. 